Let us pray. Speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning, St. Michael's. Today is the second Sunday of Advent, and I am so grateful to be here with you in this pulpit preaching this morning. I realized that exactly one year ago today, I was also here preaching with you. But it was not in this pulpit, and we were not here together in the sanctuary. Instead, I was down there on the floor, standing in front of a very little video camera, and all of you were in your homes, in your pajamas probably, tuning in to church over Zoom. What an extraordinary year we have had. What a marked difference. A year ago, we were each just a little box on a screen, a congregation gathered virtually. We were entering the winter months of 2021, one of the darkest and most deadly periods for the COVID virus. And yet, there was a glimmer of hope on the horizon. Hope for a vaccine that had just been approved. And we all prayed that it might just give us our lives back. It is good to look back from where I'm standing today. Today, we are gathered in person in this beautiful sanctuary. And while we are wearing masks, we get to sing again and have communion and even coffee hour. We are so blessed and have come so far. And there are still some of us who aren't here yet. Some who are too high risk to gather in person or are too young to get the vaccine. And in this season of Advent, one year later, we find ourselves still waiting. Waiting for it to be safe enough for the whole assembly to gather. Waiting to see how the next variation could impact the world. Waiting to see if we will ever get back to normal and whether normal even exists anymore. So it is into this season of Advent and this time of waiting that steps John the Baptist this morning, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And we hear the prophetic words of Isaiah, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And then John appears out of the wilderness to do this work of preparation. His message is one of repentance and forgiveness of sins, and John draws a crowd from far and wide. Although he does baptize them, John is not the Messiah, but the Messiah is coming. 
John insists, and we must prepare for his arrival. So what is this preparation that John proclaimed? This preparation called forth by Isaiah and the prophets. It was repentance. Repentance for the forgiveness of sins. John and his followers were examining their lives, confessing their sins, and taking small steps toward a new life in Christ. In this time of Advent, we too are being called to prepare for the coming of Christ. Before we can ring in the Christmas cheer, John the Baptist demands that we look back on our lives, examine ourselves and our world. The last year has been filled with waiting, and we are still waiting. But this waiting has brought with it the gift of time. Time to pause, to look, and listen. Time to notice all of the busy routines and patterns that fill our lives. Time to reflect and see which of those we even want to bring back. Time to yearn for what is lost and wonder what matters. And time to rest and watch for God. John's proclamation is both a hopeful glance towards the horizon and the coming of Christ, and also a reflective look back, searching and examining our lives, our actions, and ourselves. John gives us the beautiful promise of what's to come, and he also gives us the hard work of preparation for that. In order to take a hopeful step forward, we must look back to see where we've been and what must change. So what does that look like in our lives today? What does this, the work of preparation require of me? Today, if I stop and look around, I see a world that's still hurting and broken, ravaged by disease, poverty, and hatred. I see a country that's deeply divided by partisanship and racism. So how did we get here? What was my part in this unraveling? This unusual Advent year has given me time to sit in the discomfort of these difficult problems, time to examine my role in them. Through listening to the honest stories of people of color over the last year in our meetings with um, Lomax AME Zion Church, I've begun to glimpse my own white privilege and seen the ways in which I have benefited from this systemic racism. I've also realized how easily I can just forget the humanity of other people, especially those who look, think, and vote differently than I do. John the Baptist calls us to self-reflection and examination. 
we are asked to look at the hard truths in our lives, see things within us that we would rather remain blind to. This is difficult and painful work. It pushes us out of our comfort zone and calls us to change who we are as individuals and as a country. But it is imperative. It is a necessary step to prepare the ground for Christ's movement in each of our lives. It is hard work that John the Baptist calls us to, yet his message drew people from all over Judea and the city of Jerusalem. What was this good news that John was proclaiming that drew so many? What was it that made people willing to do the hard work and sit in the discomfort of waiting? I believe it was a profound and mysterious longing. They longed for Christ, and it drew them forth. We all have this longing within us, no matter how much we already feel God's presence in our lives. Advent is a time of longing, of hoping, of dreaming, and of yearning for the light to come. The people who flocked to John the Baptist were looking for something, and we are too. Right now, many of us are in the wilderness and can't find our way out. We are searching for guidance and direction, a compass and a map to lead us home. But the only direction is God. The only way out is the light of Christ, right there on the horizon. We can't even see it yet. The wilderness is too thick. But we feel it, we feel its heat, and we know it's there. God requires us to wait and trust in the promise of Christ. So there is hope on the horizon this Advent season. The light of Christ will burn in the darkness, and there will be peace. Peace is at the heart of the promise of Advent. But we cannot arrive there without taking the journey of repentance and forgiveness. This season of Advent, let us open our broken hearts to the healing grace of God. Only then will the path to peace be cleared and we can move forward on the road toward God's glory and redemption. Amen.